0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the It's Just Dinner podcast. I'm your host, Tom Robinson, and my co-host sitting right across from me, Bob Waltz. Tom, it's a beautiful day. It is it's a spring, gorgeous day. It's springtime
1: in the Rockies. We had snow early. Well, we had <laughs> snow earlier this week, but it's springtime out there now. It's beautiful. But just wait a minute. It's it's supposed to be spring tomorrow, and then it's going to be winter again <laughs> for, well, the day after that. Yeah. But it's beautiful. It's crazy it's, I love Utah. It here. Don't crazy you love Utah. Utah weather?
0: It's great. And... Also, welcome Lauren. Lauren. Sitting over on the engineering booth. Lauren, welcome.
1: Oh my gosh. You guys.
0: Well, yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Lauren. We'd love to have you on our show. Hey, we've got a great show lined up, Bob. That's what I understand. That's what you keep telling me. We have another guest. This has been great. It is. I don't know if I give our producer enough credit. We actually I we have a
1: producer. Did you know that? I know. We do have a producer. Yeah. And and his name is Avery, and he's sitting right here in the room. Avery Vogelstant.
2: As we all look at him, yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, no, Avery, Avery V. No, we we've, we've been doing this podcast for quite a while, and it has never been at this level. It, it has been not. since Avery has taken over as the producer. We've got guests every week, and dynamic week. guests. I mean, dynamic. not what just can I say? you know, it's like guests. that trailer trash that we were getting in here before. <laughs> you know, now we're getting prime <laughs> stuff but here.
0: The, the trailer trash was just me and you. Well, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. I didn't want to say that specifically. <laughs> that's fair. But since you brought it up, yeah. thanks. So, for that. so Avery contacted our guest and asked yeah. him if he wanted to come on our podcast, and he has graciously decided that he would dare to do that. Right. So, and this is Nate Clark. Nate, I met you earlier. It's nice to meet you. Nate, nice to me have you here. again. Bob. Nate, <laughs> yes. Nate is a dating coach. A dating coach, and it's you say, yeah. And he he helps people learn how to
1: date. That but I, that with dating coach <laughs> would kind of reflect and that, that wouldn't it? It, it fits it. right in with uh, with it, with our it's just dinner kind of like Hitch. Is that where you got the inspiration from the film Hitch? Is that too old? Did you see that? Were you warned <laughs> when that was out? Am I dating I, myself?
2: I have here? seen it, and uh, that's probably the first thing everyone says. Well, there you go. There, you, there you go. Hitch was pretty successful.
0: He uh, Nate the calls himself the Doctor of Love. <laughs>
2: Lo- the Love Doctor.
0: The Love Doctor. Yeah. Nate yeah. calls himself mm-hmm. an advocate for connections. Oh, okay. So, I think it's going to be oh, interesting okay. to talk to him about this idea of connections. He did, he's, and this is really cool, which I didn't know until I was talking to Nate, but he founded a singles event business called Connection Heights. Wow. And so, wow. we want to get into a little more of that, Nate. Um, but he, he said that he really wants to help singles get connected. Yeah. And I thought, wow, what a perfect guest for us to have on the podcast. That is. I mean, that's right down in our So wheelhouse. welcome, this Nate. Is great. Glad to have you Thanks.
2: here. Thanks. Happy to be here. It's going to yeah. be fun. So oh, tell good.
0: us a little bit about this idea of helping young single adults connect.
2: Well, um, I'd have to say that it's probably started with the fact that I was a homeschooler. <laughs> 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 well, here's the story. So... Um, being a, being a homeschooler as a kid and then starting public school in, uh, sixth grade, it was scary. It was scary to learn how to talk to people I wasn't related to. Yeah. There were all these social norms. I had no idea what they were. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so that was kind of the beginning of like having a longing for connection, feeling a little bit, you know, socially awkward, wondering, yeah, wondering what the rules are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and yeah, and it was interesting that, uh, that all the times I moved after that, because the first year I went to public school was in one grade and then we moved and I went to another year in public school and then we moved again. And so it was like three years in a row, only one year at each school, kind of broke me into not only public school, but a lot of the, the social norms. And, mm. and I learned to be outgoing pretty quickly, um, mm. which helped a lot when it came to you know 16 plus yeah. years of, of, of going on lots of group dates in high school. <laughs> um Ooh, and, the and dreaded group the date. the dreaded is. group dates tom <laughs> yeah no single dates no 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 one on one dates uh, for me that was uh, against the rules so that
1: so that was forbidden in it, the on the farm yeah uh, <laughs> well
2: I, I, I didn't live on the farm anymore okay. that part. we had moved but too many but times. that
1: in the family that was just not part of the procedure that it was because of the perception that the church was recommending that you not go on single dates yeah mm-hmm. and, and that group dating was the proper way for young men and young women to yeah to to learn how to develop connections
2: looking back and you know after hearing after hearing some of the stuff you guys talk about i wish that uh, i had gone on more one on one dates cuz mm-hmm. you know there was a bit of a steep learn- learning curve not not as steep as for some people because i had been really social right and gone on a lot of group dates at least but after i got back from my mission there was still a learning curve when it came to one on one dates and right. how to talk to a girl you know yeah. when it's just you two alone which is very different than yeah. in a group you you talk differently right yeah it's easier to, easier well, you to have to, you more have vulnerable. to talk. When you're right. <laughs> on, <right. laughs> the the yeah. problem is if
1: you don't talk, nobody might be talking. <laughs> just a whole lot of silence just going on. Turn up on. the
2: music and yeah. I'm at the window. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, that was interesting. And then, it, but it wasn't a huge deal for me, but as, as I continued to make friends and, um, continued to go on a group date here and there, but not a lot. But, you know, had lots of roommates as I went to different apartments throughout the course of my four years in college. Um, I got kind of the inside scoop because, you know, every every young adult's favorite topic is dating when, you know, they get back from, from an evening going out and doing something. They talk about the person they're <laughs> sure, interested in, you course, know, or the dates course. they've been on. So getting that inside scoop, I started to realize that, you know, there really, really were a lot of people struggling. A lot, a lot of times my own roommates that, uh, that were struggling or, you know, yeah, they were, they were nervous. And it, it was your perception
1: that it was the similar thing that you had experienced that in the teenage years, they had not developed the skills to do this. Some of them. Yes.
2: And I could relate. That mm-hmm. was a the thing. There was empathy there. Cause I was like, Ooh, I know how that is right. at least on a sixth seventh, eighth grade level, you know, as I was right. adjusting. And, and so there was a, an ability to relate there. Um, and <laughs> I remember starting my, my junior year of college, I, uh, mm. Finally took an aptitudes test because I was, you know, two years into my speech communication degree, which is just because I love people and I felt right about it. But I didn't know what I was going to do with it <laughs> as far as their career goes. And so I took a, I took a, an aptitudes test and sat down with a counselor that went over the results with me. And she's like, all right, here's a list of um, career paths that people with your same personality type have reported being very happy with. And there was, you know, there was seminary teacher and there was, <laughs> there was um, lots of healthcare professions just cause I love people and connecting and being with them in person. And, and then she said, um, fashion consultant. And I chuckled a little bit and I was like, ha yeah, right. And then I was like, I've done that, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, it was only like a month ago that a friend, a friend that I work with who had just gotten home from his mission um, told me, he was like, he was like, Nate, I don't know what to do. My mom keeps hounding me about buying new clothes and updating my wardrobe. And (laughs) and she, she keeps telling me those, these are the same clothes I wore in high school. And I'm like, mom, these clothes are fine. They don't have holes in them. Mm. And, and he's like, yeah, but she keeps telling me like, you know, I've got to update my style. He's like, and I don't know what to do. And finally she offered to pay for all of it. And I was Mm. like, bro, nice. let's go shopping for clothes, nice. I'll take you. <laughs> like, and it was funny because that experience came to mind and I thought, you know, that's something that, that I've done for friends and siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I couldn't find enough, you know, passion to, you know, <laughs> right. in, in clothing and the fashion industry to wanna to do that. But it, it sparked a thought, you know, um, often with, with him, what I had in mind was trying to help him look more attractive to the girls he wanted to date with. And <laughs> right. so That's good. that led to the thought of, oh, isn't a dating coach kind of a profession? Yeah. And I remembered hearing about a dating coach named Elisa Goodwin Snell. I don't know if you've heard of her. She was a marriage and family therapist that wrote some um, really well-selling books um, and got asked to start coaching and now she just coaches oh, wow. singles in Salt Lake. And so I, I reached out to her and asked her if I could be her intern and we worked something out and I was her intern. I got school credit for sitting in on some wow. of her dating coach appointments yeah. wow. and she started to train me a little bit and she was like, Nate, you've you've got to do this. You've got to be a dating coach. You've got a thing for this. And so she she helped me out a little bit getting started and I, I started meeting up with students in, in the UVU group study rooms and, and having coaching sessions and it was awesome. It was really fun to not only do that, but to turn all of my open topic research assignments in my speech communication degree toward... Relationship initiation toward nice. nice. you know male female uh psychology and the differences and um the nice the 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 two nice guy syndrome I did a whole research project on that and a whole research project on ghosting and um yeah so that was kind of kind of the path up to becoming a dating coach which led to other things down the road like connection heights but hopefully that answered and tell first yeah tell question. us
0: about connection heights i think uh I, thought I, fa- I found it to be very fascinating, so let's uh, tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so as a dating coach, um, I was doing a lot of these run and gun interviews in the hallways at the university where we'd ask people questions and video their responses, and I'd turn them into um, dating tip videos for my Instagram, mm-hmm. and I started to see some common threads, right? Some common areas where people were struggling. Um, I continued to see more of those as I um, got asked to do some public speaking at different um, you know, family nights and steak firesides and things like that. And I would always do a, a survey beforehand. I'd send out a survey to everyone that was willing to fill it out in the singles, wards, and stakes that I went to speak at to see what they wanted to learn. And I kept seeing a need for, um, how to how to meet new people to take on dates and how to ask people on dates and girls that were frustrated they weren't being asked. and guys, being too nervous to do so. And, and so I started to see, see that need. And, and it, I continued to kind of gather data as I was still single myself and mm-hmm. started, you know, was going to, to stake activities that the church put on and other social events, events that I could tell had a big budget. I, you know, by the food and the decorations right. and the venues, but I thought to myself as I looked around as well as my, I, you know, recognize my own natural inclinations that a lot of, it was kind of clicky, you know, you'd come with your roommates, and you'd hang out with your roommates and the people you already know.
0: And the people in your ward, mm-hmm. you'd hang out. Mm-hmm.
2: And there's like a hundred other people there to meet, but there's not a whole lot of mingling going on between people you don't know
0: yet, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And and I thought to myself, man, how sad that so much money is being put into these events and I don't see near the amount of connection and and such that, uh, that I'd like to see.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So um, that's when I decided to, to start up Connection Heights right after graduating. And I started having all these big ideas of you know different speed dating activities and service projects we could incorporate so that it had an uplifting yeah, feel. Love that. Um, I invested in these two big uh, propane-powered fire tables So <laughs> I realized that when you're standing around a fire, you don't have to look at each other. So it's a little <laughs> bit easier to have and a conversation. <laughs> eyes, eyes are, are naturally fair. drawn to light, and so sometimes <laughs> it's easier to have a conversation with someone you just met if you don't have to look at them and That's... you can look at the fire. Is that ro- true, Lauren? You can roast something. I
1: mean, fair enough. I've, I've heard the same things about, like, going on walks. Because, like, obviously, you have to look where you're going. So you're not going to be looking at the other person. And and it just, like, makes it a little bit more comfortable because since going you don't really drive. know them. Or, or less yeah, awkward. like, you, you don't have to, yeah. like... Yeah. Be staring into somebody's so soul the first <laughs> day you meet yes. them. Well, you got to look in their eyes because they might be your eternal companion. <laughs> <Well. laughs>
2: staring into their soul to see if they're your soulmate. Kind yeah. Of thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was one interesting finding. Um, but I started, to, you know, just to do a lot of uh, brainstorming to try and figure out what I could do to change the culture of social events from clicky to really warm, welcoming, fluid conversation so where lots of
0: people are there and they're all talking to yeah, each other. Yeah, where no
2: guy is scared to walk up to a group of girls and be like, "Hey, I don't think I met any of you. What are your names?" You know, uh,
0: wouldn't that be something? Yeah. And
2: and the cool thing is, is in part thanks to COVID and inspiration from God, that started <laughs> to happen. Um, but I, I, you know, I've jumped ahead of myself a little bit. With these events, I started to do little, smaller events where we would get like you know twenty, thirty people. Um, and they were pretty casual, free events. Um, and we'd experiment a little bit with some of these ideas. But then, then winter, um, you know, winter of 2019 and, you know, beginning of 2020 hit, and all of a sudden it was like, all right, legally we we're only supposed to have maybe 10 people, right. and then like three people yeah. in groups. And I was like, well, I don't Do- feel comfortable, you yeah. know.
1: Dr. Fauci put you out of business.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, um, I was working at Purple at the time, the mattress company, in their showroom. We had like one client or one person a day come into that showroom during these these lockdown periods, right? We stayed open by some miracle, but I had a lot of time sitting around the showroom. There's only so much straightening of sheets and pillows you can do <laughs> and sanitizing before you just sit there and read. Yeah. And um, I was kind of praying to God, and I was like, "What? What can I do to still help singles connect? Like, you know, there's got to be something." And and the feeling and thought came. Hop on Facebook, go to your friend recommendations, and look for people that are probably single, you know, from their pictures, probably close by, and that seem to have some light. They seem by their pictures to be you know to be living a living a good life and, and mm-hmm. striving to to keep covenants, and you know you can you can kind of see that right, um, in sure. people. And so I started requesting friendship, mm-hmm. and and as soon as you know and. I would say eight out of ten probably accepted, which I was grateful for. Um, and I started inviting them to this this Connection Heights Facebook group. Hmm. And then um, I did that for months, hundreds and hundreds of people here in the in the area. Wow. And then you know, we springtime came and and um, the the restrictions on group size started to kind of lighten up. And as soon as it hit 50, I was like, okay, we're going to do an event. It's like, we're going to do night games up the canyon, or I'm going to bring the fire tables. And um, the cool thing about Facebook is that um, if if the amount of people you have in your Facebook group is less than like 5,000, you can send out personal invitations to an event, to all of them. And so I did that to like 1,200 people. Many of which I, I didn't know, <laughs> and um, and we had like I think we had like 50 at that first event come, um maybe it was 80. We had 80 soon thereafter, and people would arrive and I'd say, hey, welcome, how's it going? And they're like, do I know you? You know, cause I, I sent them a Facebook request. And yeah, I was like, we're Facebook friends. <laughs> I was like, I probably not. Here's what happened. Um, you seemed like a good person, and so I felt like I should invite you and. It was cra- It's crazy to this day how many solid uplifting friendships came mm. from that, not only for me, but for my roommates um, and yeah, other, other close friends. And so that's when things kind of started to take off a little bit. Um, and I was still kind of experimenting with these ideas right of how to change the atmosphere. And as I was setting up for these events, I started to go around to local date locations, businesses, you know, um, where it would be easy to take a date to ask for discounted coupons, and I started racking up all these coupons.
1: So like dinner coupons to <laughs> go out to dinner. <laughs> dinner. Yeah, I
2: think huh. I think a couple of them were food places,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, it so, it was fun to. To put all those together and to turn it into a game, and I, I called this game Brownie Points after a while, where we had a we had some some snacks there, but we had a pan of brownies that was off limits unless you earned them. They were they were gourmet brownies. Oh, mm-hmm. and so as you arrived at the event, I would give you four um, coupons, for example, to the same place, right? And I would I would tell you, hey, um, we're playing a game called Brownie Points. Um, if you want to play, everyone here is playing. <laughs> if you want to play, um, what you do is, as you meet people throughout the night, if you can find something in common with them, then you exchange a coupon. And then you end up with four unique coupons to different uh, places, right? Uh. And it was crazy. The The uh. atmosphere changed on a dime and people were confident all of a sudden walking up to a group of girls. You know, a guy, wow. guy would walk up to a group of girls, hey, you guys playing Browning Points? What do you like to do, right? And they'd find things in common and they walked away with great deals. Um, that was kind of hard to maintain as far as <laughs> yeah. getting those kinds of good deals and mm-hmm. um, and discounts from these companies, um, especially since I checked back with some of them and they weren't being used super fast. And so, as a business model, it didn't work out long term. But after a while, we simplified things. fun idea, though. But well, the, yeah. the, the
1: theory w- was the connections that you make with people based on mm-hmm. their interests, yeah, which is just a natural relationship development skill. So yeah. Yeah, we call those a mixer, I guess. Yeah, you, you know uh-huh. and. Back in the yeah. day, you uh-huh. know, but
0: back in the old days, yeah, back in the old days, and
2: I really believe that's what we need again today. Are yeah, solid some mixer more mixers. games, yes, that take off the pressure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Huh.
0: yeah.
2: So that started happening. Um, I then I then put together an event at Class Ropes Course in Provo, out toward the airport, and they've got some really cool stuff out there. They do, and, um, and they they let us use part of their facility for free to get some some uh, some publicity, right? To a demographic that would probably be interested. And so we, we did an event there. Had 130 people. That was wow, wow. That was like a 50 50 person jump in attendance. And I hadn't co- started coordinating volunteers yet at that point. And so that was a stressful night. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so they would arrive and I'd be like, hey, welcome. Like <laughs> bathrooms are over there. You know, the, the ropes course is over there, but wait over here if you wanna get, you know, one of the people that, one of the instructors to take you over. Um, we're also playing this game called Brownie Points. Then I had to get up and make an announcement. And the whole night went that way and I didn't get to talk or, or get to know anyone, which was sad because I was still single. <laughs> and I really wanted to, uh-huh. to connect as well. And I remember feeling down that night. Little did I know my future wife had come that night. Oh. Um, which wasn't actually the first time I ever saw her. I saw her years earlier um, when I first got on for my mission, like three years, three or four. No, it would have been like four years earlier when she was in
0: the... You wore her down.
2: (laughs) Well, it's just crazy to think about all the connections, right? But I went to the Payson Temple Youth um, Celebration at the BYU Stadium um, with the girl that ended up being my first girlfriend. But little did I know that my second girlfriend and my future wife were both down there as seven, 17 and 8-year-olds oh, yeah. in this production. <laughs> well, who right? would
1: have thought you weren't coming to junior high? No, or, I wasn't. Right? For dates back then. But know?
2: that was actually, I, I love I love telling our story by saying that's the first time I ever saw her. Huh. And God's timing is perfect, right? Yeah. Anyway, she, come, she came to that event and she saw me and you know kind of thought, oh, like, who's this guy, you know? Seems rather attractive. Seems like he's in charge. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, we didn't actually talk more than just a hey, welcome. Here's a game. You know, she got like three other dates from that night. So my event was successful in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, um, that that was the second largest event we ever had. And then I paired up with a guy that owned a a social app that he was trying to get off the ground, and he got 150 of us in in for free at a a corn maze um, uh, in Farms in Pleasant Grove. Mm-hmm. That was really fun too. Brownie points by that time developed to, um, instead of using those coupons, we would just give people a small, four small slips of paper and they would write their first name on each one. And they would exchange those as they found things in common. And they had to bring me four different names to get
0: a gourmet brownie. This Mm. is good advice. I hope my producer is listening to (laughs) this. He's taking notes. He's writing it all
1: down on small slips of paper.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Oh, maybe that's his name. He's writing. He's he's not writing anything. Uh It makes me nervous. He doesn't need to write. He's He's got a photographic. That's true. That's true. He does. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that, cool. And I, I, what I think is really cool about this is it's right along the same lines. Yes, what, it is. It of is. what we do. Well, it's, it's more elaborate. It's more yeah. interesting. Well, I, it's a I lot think we, I think we learned a lot from, from Nate. I think and we I, have a lot of things we can steal. Well, from well him. there we <laughs> go. That's why I'm
2: here. Steal away. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's.
0: A, I, I find that very fascinating. And it's, it's interesting how you all of a sudden you find opportunities for kids to mingle, mm-hmm. and guess what? They mingle. Um, and I think a lot of times, like he's right. I mean, I, you, you and I know we had stake events, and all the ward kids from the certain wards would stay together. Mm-hmm. There was really no mingling between right. the wards. It was just you were sticking with your group. We, you know,
1: and we in communications we study that you know, the different personality types, and there's some people who are just naturally connectors. Mm-hmm. You, you became a natural connector. You, you found joy in that. That's why you liked being around people <laughs> and finding connections between people. That's a, a common thing. There are some people who are not naturally connectors. Mm. Yeah, they have other things. Maybe they're mavens, or maybe they're salesmen, and they have other things that they- Are you quoting they,
2: the tipping point yes. by Malcolm Gladwell? <laughs> I it. thought so. And, and, and so a nice, <laughs> nice slide in there. That's right. good. Right, <laughs> so, so th-
1: they bring in different skill sets, a- and so the difficulty is how do you take someone who's not a natural connector and get them to connect? Because for some people, it's you know, it's like writing with your left hands. You, you can do it. You're just not comfortable doing it. So a lot of people don't. It's more comfortable to just right. stay with the people you already know right. than yeah. it is to take the risk to go out and try to connect with people you don't. So as a coach, how do you take somebody who's not naturally a connector and teach them or train them to go and connect, to make new relationships and approach people when they're not comfortable doing that? Weekly planning. Weekly planning—it's huge. That's, I did not anticipate you would say, that. "Yeah, I wasn't expecting weekly planning." Well, weekly I'll, I'll, tell planning. You,
2: I'll tell you why. Um, so many parents of young adults say dating should be fun. Just go out and have a good time. Go have fun. And I think I've and I these think young I've adults. Said
1: this I've bucket. heard Tom say and that. These, <laughs> I've quoted Tom. These young
2: adults are like, especially the guys are like, "How can I have fun when I'm stressing out?" Yeah.
0: What <laughs> the heck, you yeah. know?
2: And so I, I started to tell singles, no, dating should not be fun. Fun should be about dating.
0: Oh, I like that. Or one. in other or in other
2: words. Down. In other words, you should make your life fun and invite people along.
1: Oh, wow. That will this, give you this way, guy more, way more. For the success. first time we're actually getting some good advice this, here on the say, Just this dating is, podcast. This, we, we have <laughs> moved up to another level here. <laughs> this is folks, this is actually information you can use now. So if you're driving your car, whatever stop, get out of pen.
0: And, and write, write this, this down. stuff down. Yeah, can you say that <laughs> say one that more that one, time man. for our, for our, um, our regular listeners? Yeah.
2: Dating shouldn't be fun. Fun should be about dating. Wow. Or in other words, your life should already be fun. You should be making it fun by planning fun things weekly, and then you invite people to join you
1: along wow. your journey. I like that. Amen. I I like that idea. I do too. This is universal. This is a new concept that we have really not explored. So so the idea is that you have to weekly plan Mm -hmm. a fun activity. Several. You, you just can't some ask some uh, young lady and say, "Hey, you want to go do something?" And then They're in like, the hey, moment, "Hey, I'm already
2: going to do this fun thing. My well, life's awesome. You want to come?" Right, <laughs> <me>? <laughs> and, and so you've
1: planned this out ahead of time. Now yeah. don't you like this, yes, Lauren? Absolutely. And, and so you've got some fun <laughs> thing planned, and now you're just looking for someone to join you. Yeah. And if she doesn't, then somebody else will. This reminds me
0: of the the young woman we had that went to the Wilkinson Center and did the yes. scavenger hunt. Yeah, they already had all this planned out and they asked a guy to come along with them because it was going to be fun. Right. But, but, But I
1: think he's taking it even a step further. She did the same thing every week, which was fine. But but you're saying be on the continual looking for something fun for you to do, yeah, and then find a partner to go with you.
2: And that's really easy during the summer because there's yeah. a lot know, of fun there's things a lot to do. of free easy things to plan outside. Mm. During the winter, you have to get a little bit more creative, maybe, and you start getting on Facebook events and you look yeah. for local things happening. You look for things that BYU is putting on or that other you know the UVU is putting on or or wherever. Um, but you if you if you look and you you dedicate you know some solid time every week to planning. You'll you'll find this starts to feel fun, right? This, you'll find that it starts to feel fun to make your life fun, right. you know, to to plan ahead and be proactive in that way because you already know how that's going to improve um, your invitations to people to, so, to join. So your you. fun
1: thing doesn't have to cost a lot of money. No, it, it it can be, but but fun is you know something that you can just do spontaneously if you have something planned.
2: I almost never spent money on on dates. Like, I can count... The okay, write of th- that down, Tom. <laughs> I did. I,
0: I already believed that one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, almost, almost never. Like, I can count the amount of girls I took out to like a, a dinner that cost money, probably mm-hmm. on on one hand over he's, the course of
1: six years. He's kind of trashing us here. I was gonna bit. say, he needs to back off yeah, on <laughs> <no, there's laughs> that. Yeah, he needs to back that. Lauren, can we cut, cut that part out of Doesn't that. he realize we'll what podcast out. he's on right <laughs> That's now? Right. We're on the end. But uh, I uh, invited you, girls. You, you must want you think this is the, I don't spend any money on anything <laughs> hold podcast. hold on, hold on. It's just no money. Maybe he made
2: dinner. It's exactly oh, what I was whoa. just going
0: to oh, say. Whoa. Look at Lauren just saved you. Yeah, I, and, and, and <laughs> in that say. way, in
2: that way, I wasn't spending money on the date. I was spending money on groceries, right. which I had to do anyway. Right. And you know, half a meal really doesn't cost right. very much at all. That's like maybe three bucks or you know two bucks, depending on the meal. Right. So that that's a that's a really really good one. There's a there's a lot of really really fun dates that are going to help. Okay, so
1: let's just, not to put you on the spot here, but let's just say it's, you know, May right now, we've got June coming up. What are a couple of fun things, ideas that you could be fun for people to do right now? Because, you you know, I'm thinking, okay, do you want to go to the library and study? You you know, that just doesn't sound very (laughs) much fun. Do you want to go to a lecture to, you know, (laughs) what what, what kind of things right now would you think of to, to say what would be a fun thing that you might do right now? So...
2: If people go onto my Instagram, Connection Heights, um, it's just at Connection Heights. They'll see that one whole column is dedicated to creative, inexpensive, fun first date ideas wow. that will help help a person stand out in in the mind of the person they're they're taking right. out because nice. because has got like right? an answer for everything. He's, he's like you a dating coach. You, he is right. he's like, like, <laughs> like he's a dating coach.
1: So tell me again, your site. Where do we find this? Um, so.
2: Yeah, two places. Number one, there's there's the Instagram Connection Heights, which I haven't been active on, you know, right. in. But the in a list is still years. there. It's still there. The List is still there. I often when people, I, I still have a lot of people texting me asking for advice, mm-hmm. just, and I often point people to that, even though I haven't updated it in a long time. Right. Um, but things like, um, let's see, things like sidewalk chalk photo shoots, where you take sidewalk chalk, you draw you draw a scene, and then and then one of you sits or lays in that scene you take some awesome pictures huh ah, right? That's a great idea okay that sounds cool. like fun Love where it. you've got yeah. a cape and you're flying over a big city right and right. and the capes the cape's chalk and the whole city's chalk and you can do all kinds I've of fun stuff i've seen people that's post really that cool. stuff, yeah. and stuff
1: like that and it looks really fun that's so fun okay well so that was that's a good on the good spot night. thing you know right? that's right so if they go to your instagram page they can come up, see some original ideas. And these are universal. They, you know, this is like the scriptures. They just stay forever. You, you don't need to change all these. You, you know,
0: and, and so... I bet uh, you've never heard your Instagram page describe as well Well, these, like u- these are universal truths. That, that's the connection. These are universal truths of
1: fun ideas. That unless Provo changes a lot, you know, we are underwater or something. Uh, yeah, but the chalk wouldn't work. Chalk, <laughs> chalk wouldn't work on that kind of a thing. But otherwise, great idea, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and and so I mean that's a really fun, inexpensive idea that someone could do. So
2: my, my favorite was two pairs of of roller blades from from the thrift store that you you Clorox the inside of and you keep in your trunk. That's mm. the easiest, cheapest, funnest just date. Just in case you need them. Yeah, and that that that's something it's that you know you can be spontaneous. Right. You know that's a really you just go to you just go to a nice park that's got lots of mm-hmm. walkways.
1: If you know how to rollerblade, yeah. that's and a Dr. Wilson here and yes, our one of our colleagues just broke his leg <laughs> teaching his roller kids blading. to rollerblade. You know, <laughs> so you know, great suggestion. So. I think the coaching aspect of this is just attempting to try to get people to get out of themselves and and, and take a risk and try to connect with people in a way that they can develop a relationship. They yeah. can have a conversation. They can get to know someone, exchange information, find out if they have things that are in common. Yeah. And if they do, then that's how the relationship moves forward.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and they don't have to be connectors. They don't have to plan big events. All they have to do is find some fun things they want to do that week. Oh, I
0: like that idea. And then yeah. as
2: they're socializing you know, as then as they're socializing throughout the week in an institute class or walking between classes, and they strike up a conversation with someone that's walking in the same direction, they're like, "Hey, like I'm going to do this fun thing, you know, this Friday. You want to come with?" Like. Yeah, it's 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 just this fun thing on my calendar, right? It's just dinner. (laughs) It's
0: just this fun thing. Uh-huh. You know. I like that.
2: And that way you don't have to be the, the crazy outgoing party planner in order right. to have a really good social but, life.
1: And even though we were, we we're just joking with you, our concept of just dinner, it can be just anything. Yeah. So it could be just chalk drawing. It could be just rollerblading. It mm-hmm. could be just going for a walk.
2: Just the rooftop it, concerts right. in Provo, yeah. you know? Yeah. It,
1: it can be just anything, anything that gets you to develop a relationship with someone by... Talking yeah. and and communicating with someone and and yeah. so so I you know I, I think we're on the same page here. The idea I think you've been a, a lot more creative than we are because you're young and smart. <laughs> um, and, and, and and so I, I really like this. So my question is, was there a lot of money in dating coaching? Was that a <laughs> career path, or did you have to continue working at the Purple Mattress Factory to afford?
2: So I I did do it. I did do it as my. You know, my, as my only source of income. Right. Um,
1: then you got married and had to <laughs> get a real job. <laughs> get a real job.
2: Um, it, it it wasn't ever crazy profitable, but it, it was the only thing I was doing for money for a little while. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, in part that's because of, of some grants and some summer sales right. that that I was also living on. Um, it's it's a tricky uh, it's a tricky area for business because my big thing was like I wanted to help. Single adults while they were still in school, right. before they graduated and looked around like, "What do I do now?" Right, right? which I experienced, um, and it's kind of a scary place to be. I wanted, I wanted to help earlier on, you know, I wanted to prevent yeah. excessive loneliness, but that demographic, our poor college students, and so That's they, true. they didn't That's have a true. whole
0: lot
2: to, right. to you know.
0: But there is a whole world a out there. There is, and we and we believe yeah. that this isn't just a Provo mm-hmm. problem. There, this is a, a right. problem with everyone the whole world starves for connection right and i think we learned that yeah. from pitch that there's a lot of people out there that yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: and so i i didn't stick with with dating coaching like full-time long enough to find the way to really make it profitable i i mm-hmm. believe it is for you know for people and i believe it can be for people i as soon as i switched to events i felt you know even more passion than i had about coaching yeah. mm-hmm. um and I, and I continue to I continue to help friends out if they text me and things like that. Um, but but I, we're I,
0: gonna hook up. We're gonna get Nate helping us. A little bit with the it's just dinner and coming up with some events and i've already mm-hmm. talked him into it he hasn't said yes yet but, but uh you know now that oh, we're on see, this air, is what tom does he puts the pressure i say on, now, that on the the air, air now that we're on the air now on the air make it
1: less likely for you to say no why sure no <laughs> yeah. well, let me get I'll back get to back to that. you on that we've heard that before
0: we? Haven't? Yeah, let me let
2: see, see what i can do yeah
0: <laughs> or not do. Uh, you know before we run out of time i was talking uh, to nate earlier and he said a couple of things that were really cool. I wanted you to, to hear what he had to say about mm-hmm. this. But a lot of times, it, and we've heard this before, where we have young women or or even young men who, um, are keep getting asked out by someone, and they're really not interested right. anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Lauren, you I know you've been in this situation. They're right? not interested and anymore, it, so this is not a first date? Well, this yeah, it's is not, or it could be a first date. They're okay. just so. not interested. Right. I'm just in, trying to get the, the scene yeah, set just here. Not, they're not connecting, and the young right. woman knows it, but she doesn't okay. want to hurt the guy's feelings. Right, yeah. Right? And so instead of ghosting, Nate had this great idea, and, he, and I wrote it down because he called it a compliment sandwich. Okay. <laughs> a compliment sandwich. So, Lauren, maybe you should take some notes here on this. I because remember. I thought this was I thought this was amazing. You want to tell these guys about the compliment sandwich?
2: Yeah, so context is it's this really common problem in dating where um, a guy's interested, he's proactive, uh, maybe even overeager <laughs> and and the girl's not at any given uh, point. And
1: the the story uh, of every rom-com <laughs> ever made. <laughs> yeah.
2: And it's it's a common issue because she'll say things like oh, I'm just so busy. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, she'll give all these excuses that <clears throat> to her seem perfectly clear. You know, any of her girlfriends would know that that means she's not interested. Right. To the guy, it's not clear at all. No. And the reason is, is that men are programmed. Most men are programmed to see, it, to see things as challenges, to face them, right. to overcome them, to succeed and conquer and be <laughs> right. the hero. Right. And so if she hasn't given him a no, it's still
0: a possible yes. Right. 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 So you're telling me there's a chance <laughs> <laughs>
2: So all these girls have resorted to ghosting because they don't want to be mean and say right. hey I I don't like you <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't you know that they, that they would feel so mean and that's one of a girl's worst fears is feeling mean and so yeah. inadvertently they do something way more mean
1: by, they, they, by they, just they
2: ghost these guys and these guys are left in the uncertainty just of
1: hanging there what
2: just happened Yeah. I'm not a stalker, I swear. (laughs) Like, you know? Like, don't I at least deserve the human dignity of just, like, letting me know? Like, give me some closure here? Or is she okay? Was there there a family emergency? (laughs) All this uncertainty causes so much stress for these poor guys. And all the girl needs to do is just deliver a simple compliment sandwich where they Mm -hmm. say this. They say, hey, um, I'm really flattered that you want to get to know me better. Like... Like, thank you for, you know, for for inviting me. Um, when it comes to dating, I'm kind of just not feeling it. Uh, but way to be, way to be so proactive. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really impressed with, with the good person you are. Like, I hope
1: I see you around. So, so let me model this, let me try this. <laughs> you, you, you seem really nice. I would never go out with you, but I'm sure there's a lot of other girls who would. <laughs> you should go ask one.
2: See, that's, that's not, those compliments aren't. That's a little quite harsh. As, is that right a, is a
0: little too direct? That's, a, that's not a compliment. I wouldn't want to eat fair. that bread. No, <laughs> that sounds no. like
1: a Hollywood compliment. No. Uh, a little backhanded yeah, no. there. Those,
2: compliment, those compliments need to be sincere because it is flattering for people uh-huh. to want to get to know us. And it is admirable for people to do something brave, right. especially in the world the way it is today.
0: Right. Amen. Yeah. And I, yeah. I just thought that was amazing because I know we have a lot of young women that deal with that. Uh, because I get asked about it all the time. Yes, uh, what, we do do do? Get that question what do a I lot. do? What do I do? What do I it's, do? And it's
1: not just women. It's the same with guys yeah. too. When you know, obviously, you know when a girl is interested in you, and, and it's that awkward feeling of I don't want to hurt her feelings by by just so I just ghost her, I just, her. I just, her. just ignore right. her. Yeah. When, when rea- that's really not a good right. way to be.
0: Yeah. So, I definitely I'd, I'd like to guys. this idea yeah. too, of the compliment sandwich. I like that all right. too. One
1: more thing that he said, and it said. ties in with it's just dinner because it's food, it's a sandwich, <laughs> and you can have a sandwich <laughs> for dinner. It's just a compliment. What a connection. It's a little stretched, it's but it's just <laughs> a sandwich.
0: <laughs> so, so, this is another thing that he said, and we get this all the time too is well, I don't want to date this girl, or I don't want to date this guy because a better one might come. Oh yeah. And, and he said this, he said this now, he says he got it from a friend, but I'm pretty sure he made it up on his own. Well, Uh, a client. It was a client. Uh, But he called it FOBO. FOBO. Not not like, not FOBO. He called it FOBO, F-O-B-O. F-O-B-N. And so that's that, you know, go ahead. Tell us what that fear is. Fear of
2: missing out on a better option or fear uh, of a better option for short, right? Like uh, I'm, I'm like this person's interested. Maybe I'm dating this person or I have the opportunity to date this person. But I've got this fear of a better option being out there If I get somewhere. too connected.
1: Something better might come along. Yeah,
0: Super, super common.
1: Yeah.
0: So so fear of a better Option. Yep. Mm -hmm. And and I
1: guess that comes back to not wanting to settle, you you know, because if you settle for not, you you know, uh, if you settle, maybe somebody else better would come along. Yeah. And and you're you've settled for less than what you could get. So it's interesting thought process, isn't it? To think that that uh, something better is always coming, because if you think of that, no one is ever going to get a relationship.
0: Well, I know you've said that, that in that situation, either the guy is thinking that he's going to find the perfect woman right. or that he's perfect. Right. That, that's
1: When we did our <laughs> research on this, We what we kind of determined is either you think you deserve the perfect mate or you think you're the perfect mate and you need someone who lives up to your standard. Who and, deserves and you. Who deserves you. And And those are two very misguided thoughts because— over time everybody changes and so you marry somebody who's got a perfect body and believe me in a few years it isn't going to be so it, anymore. It's true. Those of you who are just listening, I'm looking at him right now. It, no, I, <laughs> Tom, I, I, was not, I was not talking oh. about me. <laughs> no, of course not. I wasn't talking about that. That's funny, though, that you Obviously, said Obviously,
0: Bob is perfect. Oh, it, yeah, so, um, <laughs> he's the perfect
1: one. In yeah, there. He's, well, he, you, he's you know, the perfect one. It, he sometimes, deserves you, the best. sometimes you just settle. Um, but but it's, it's a destructive, um, because t- what it means is that you're, tending to either have an elevated opinion of yourself which is generally not true, or you're very judgmental of others right and you're looking for their flaws and so you're not judging people based on their strengths you're you're ju- judging them based mm-hmm. on their flaws and you get into a marriage relationship and that never works because everybody you, you know you find out after you get married just how many flaws you have because your wife yeah. points them out to you yeah every day every day <laughs> you know. can,
2: can i push back a, a little bit sure so I I think that the message of um, don't be too picky has come through loud and clear to young adults. I I don't I don't necessarily feel like that's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I think that they have a, a serious. I think a lot of them have a, a serious fear of settling, though. And right. and so it's it's what's the middle ground between settling and being too picky, right? Right. And so the answer is actually found in a general conference talk by our prophet. Um, It's, I think it's called Celestial Marriage where he he gives the analogy of the shopper and he talks about um, finding an eternal companion like shopping and he doesn't go into it super deep, as deep as I'd like to um, with you really quick, but um, he talks about how wise shoppers are concerned mainly with the quality and durability of the product. Mm-hmm. not necessarily the, the fashion of it or, you know, the, the fla- wrapping, the, the packaging. Yeah, right, right. Um, and that's important, right? Mm-hmm. It's important to be attracted. Um, Bruce R. McConkie talked about that. He said something like, um, the right person for you is, is someone um, with whom the natural and wholesome um, attraction and affection that should be there is there. Right. Um, that's, that, you know, those are kind of my own words, but it's pretty similar to that. Anyway, the answer is to become a wise shopper. Right. And to realize and 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 figure out what's important to you. And so, what I recommend to my clients is that they create um, a list of pros and cons called the eleven and seven. Mm. So that one one part of the list is a list of pros, and it's eleven things that they're looking for, and they only get eleven, right? And and mm-hmm. that that's a it's a this is a good tool for mindset, right? It's not uh-huh. necessarily a checklist they're going to like hold up all the time and. <laughs> But it is a good tool for mindset to keep you in in between the prospect of possibly settling and the prospect of being too picky. So it's a realistically picky list, is what it is. So the eleven, the first, um, the first f- six of those. Hold on, it's it's the first five of those because it's five, six, seven, and that's another title for it. We've we've kicked around <laughs> the, the list. The list is five, six, seven. So the first five are must haves. You're most important. If they don't have these things, I'm. I know I'm settling. If I'm dating someone mm-hmm. who doesn't have these five things, I know I'm settling. Right. For example, someone who I am on. Who someone who, who shares a very similar mindset when it comes to the gospel. Who has an equal commitment to the gospel as me. Mm-hmm. Right. Someone who I'm physically attracted to and attracted mm-hmm. to their personality, and we get along. We have fun together. Right. Some mm-hmm. attraction there. Um, for example, someone who um, is. Empathetic, has empathy for other people. It's um, kind. Yeah, right? yeah. someone who um, takes responsibility for their action and they're not constantly blaming other people. Someone who has self-control, right? Those are the kinds of things I recommend putting in the top five. The next six are things that are work in progress. They have them, but maybe they're not perfect yet, right? Maybe maybe you want someone who's financially stable and maybe the person you're date you're dating has some student debt, but they're also working a part-time job trying to stay out of debt, it, right? I'd
0: like to point out to my wife that she's only allowed six of those. <laughs> <laughs> of <the things laughs> he said only six. It's well, say like she could only live thought six. good oh, heavens. Well, well, hold on.
2: Hold on, because then, then the, the section of, of seven comes along, and that's your cons. Those are the things oh. you're not necessarily oh. looking for in a spouse, but you're going to write them down because you're willing to give them to God and let him teach you how to live with those if they've got those 11 most important things.
0: Oh. Wow. I'd like to point well, out to my wife that... She could only have seven. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> <Punk. laughs> so
1: like, like, what kind of things would those include?
2: Yeah, so the seven, is that what mm-hmm. you're asking? So, yeah, the, yeah, the seven, um, those could include some some physical characteristics. You know, those could include, maybe their teeth aren't perfectly <laughs> straight. Mm-hmm. If, if they have the five things you're, you're actually, you're still attracted to them, right? Equal commitment to the gospel. Maybe that's something you give to God and you, you, know, you let him teach you how to live with, because you're not going to find perfection. Right, you're going to find wonderful potential, um, and so there's that one. Um, it's interesting how this opens up your mind. When I started doing this, one of the things I wrote down was maybe she doesn't have to be perfectly physically able. What if she's, you know, maybe what what if she's has par- part- partially crippled? Mm-hmm. What yeah. if she can't walk? And it's interesting that like I don't think that even, I don't think that was was even on my list yet. But I met a girl in the hallway. Well, I saw a girl in the hallway that was in a wheelchair, and. I found her very attractive, and my initial thought right after that was, "Oh, but she's in a wheelchair." I like, you know. <laughs> but, but then I questioned that thought, and I was like, "But what if? Mm-hmm. What if she's got all those 11, and she sure. knocks resurrection, and we're good to go? Uh, like, who, no, who cares long, if she can walk? That's a
1: long-term plan. I, that, yeah, that's I mean, not just a weekly plan. Right. That no, is a long-term a, yeah. plan.
2: Yeah. And so I walked up and I was like, hey, I don't think I met you. What's your name? And we started chatting. We went on a couple of dates and we became really, really good friends. That's amazing. We're still friends to this day. Incredible girl. I'm so glad we became friends. Anyway, <laughs> it was crazy how that started to open up my mindset to these possibilities I'd completely ignored before. And the friendships that came out, it didn't, you know, it didn't end up being like that was how I found my wife was because of of that mm-hmm. section of the list. But it did open up Right. O- open up the possibilities for connection.
1: So, so tell me again what you called that. There was too many numbers going on in there. For five,
2: me. six, seven is the five, easiest way six, to remember. Five, six, seven mm-hmm.
1: so is the way to remember Five and
2: six that. are the pros. Seven right. are the cons.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: I
0: like I that. that. I like Tom, it a we're lot. we're getting so much like good advice on this show I'd today. like to keep Nate here for another hour. Well, <laughs> I,
1: I, you know, <laughs> I, I think that if people go to his, web, his
0: uh, Instagram. Instagram page, they're probably going to find a lot of this stuff. Connection there. Heights.
2: Yeah, they'll find some of it. Um, Good. Yeah, just at at Connection Heights. And if you
0: if you get on Connection Heights Facebook page, the It's Just Dinner are going to do some activities. Wow, with him. you're kidding me. That's like a two. <laughs> he doesn't. I'm, I'm going to connect. I'm going to make him commit to it right here. Well, right if, if if we do do that, which is
2: a solid possibility, because I think it would be so hear, much fun. If we that? do do that, yeah. the Facebook group you would, you'll want to request to join is Connection Heights Events. Connection Heights
1: Events yeah. on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna do some things with him. I'm I'm gonna Great. rope him in because I think it's amazing what he does. Yes, I do too. I think these events and activities are fabulous. You, I, he's can you tell how smart this guy is? Well, he,
1: he's a lot smarter than we wow. are. But let's not <laughs> a high, it, let's not play that it, part up anymore. It, no.
0: We're <laughs> it, all just it, learning. <laughs> it, it's wow. been delightful to, to have you. Really this fun. time
1: has gone by so fast. Lauren,
0: did you learn anything?
1: <laughs> oh, tons.
0: <laughs> so you get the, the five, six, seven.
1: Yeah. No, that's that? awesome. Yeah, I
0: think and the weekly
1: planning thing that was. Oh yeah, yeah it was just
0: this great just stuff. Really good stuff. I'm gonna have to go back in this podcast and take some notes. You're man. gonna have just, to go back and listen to your I'm own. Listen to my own podcast. <laughs> 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 that's never been done before. Well, well so. you yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Nate, very much yeah. for coming. Yes, to see thank us. you. This Nate. was just fabulous. Mm-hmm. And hey, all fun. you guys that are listening, make sure you leave us some comments and tell Nate how amazing he is and. Um, you can talk about how Bob looks if you'd like. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But just um, be careful, girls. i You taken, know, so. you know, Nate, you can follow us on Instagram, too. We are cool. at the it's just dinner. YSA on Sounds Instagram. Good. So we're also on TikTok. Did you know that? Whoa, you guys yeah, are, are wow. at, at how modern. it's just dinner. Whoa. And we've got we're, some just that cool. We've got some TikTok stuff going on. Hey, if you want to leave us a comment or you want to leave us a great date story or you want to or a bad date story. You want to talk to Lauren you can just email me at itsjustdinnerysa at gmail.com. Is she using this podcast for trolling again? Well, I, Is that I I what's am, going on? I am doing oh. that for her. So. It's not her. Uh, yeah, it's not her. So, okay. And then, of course, you can leave uh, reviews anytime you'd like. We would love to hear what you have to say. So thank you again. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Nate, for coming. It yeah. was just great. Hey, Thanks, and you Bob. know what? Thanks, Even though Nate said to not do this, I want you at all to go out there and just have fun, all right?